Gentlemen, this is your captain speaking along with El Jefe and the Walker. Welcome to episode 278 of Match Wrestling on Facebook, YouTube, and Andre Corbiel's Wrestling with Wrestling, along with MP3 platforms. It is June 9th, and we're two weeks away from back to back pay per views from both Impact Wrestling and WWE, but we'll get into that a little later. We're also hot on the heels of the Demoness retaining the promo championship last week, and congratulations to Cypher who advances to the semis of the King of the Mike, and he'll be facing the winner of this week's bout between Mike Jolly and Ted P. De Niro. Uh, commiserations, Travis. Damn it. You two made it impossible to pick a winner. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, a winner had to be chosen. But you still got the shape. Yeah, I still get the shape. Well, I'm still going to be there. Hey, promo Slam. I said I'd be at Promo Slam. I'm going to be at Promo Slam. <laughs> what more does a man have to do? He gigged for you people. Do you not? Did you not see the gig? <laughs> I was like, I'm voting for Travis. He's like, oh, I'm gonna lose. I'm like, bro, you gigged. Everybody's like, it's a Cody move. Everybody's voting for you. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I mean, fuck it. You know, and my butt hurt a little bit. Well, of course, you know, everybody fucking loses. Some. Hey, wins, do some... we take this mad serious? With this yeah. is, we're in this for the competition. Otherwise, we don't give a shit. And why would we try? Uh, I took this one a little bit more serious than I should have. But at the same time, you know, Corey, that's my boy. You know, well, yeah, he took a chair to the like, face. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I'd take it a little extra hard too if I took a chair to the face. Plus two chops yeah. from Cipher. Oh fucking hell, that sucks <laughs> so bad. Not going to lie, I, t- I messaged this dude. I'm like, dude, I love that you guys did that, but me being the barbaric, crazy a-hole that I am, I'm like, you should have just overhand chopped the crap out of each other like Walter. Have you not seen how big of a motherfucker he is <laughs> compared to me? <laughs> hey, dude, more of a target area, baby. That's a soundboard right there. That's what that's oh. what Walter would do. Well, I, I, got, I got him, like, too good on the second one. And then, oh yeah, no, that second one was it wasn't so much the sound, it was the impact. Yeah, the second one was like I I just I got into the moment and I just weld one right on to him. And he just looked at me, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got so he he got me so damn good, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I felt that shit for three damn days. Some something changed in Corey's eyes at the end there. 
yeah. He was like legit pissed. He was so legit pissed. While well, you all have blood running down your face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, like we said, this week's bout is Mike Jolly versus Teddy P. The winner will face Cypher in a couple of weeks in the semi-final, so let's wait, waste no more time and give it to you right now. This is this week's King of the Mike bout. Mike Jolly versus Teddy P. Unfortunately, due to the use of copyrighted music, the promo bout cannot be included in this show. However, it will be available in full on Max Fasting YouTube channel. Uh, the winner will be announced on Monday along with the results. Um, uh, no. There is no other match. There's only one match this week. There was two matches. Yep, you know what? One. I mixed it with matches. I mixed it with months. Apparently, it's July as well. Yep. Apparently, <laughs> it's not June anymore. Apparently, it's, it's not March anymore. Jesus. Well, see, the funniest <laughs> thing is, is Tram points it out, and I'm just like, wait, what? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I was just almost, I was just, like confused. Dad's like, what are you talking Oh, that's right. Wait, we're still using months? I thought <laughs> we were just in, you know, stages of Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be just nailing things into slate soon instead of just writing calendars. Flying snakes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. So, into this week's WWE. Um, a bit of a surprise to uh, kick off Raw. You know what? Say, do we have to? <laughs> yeah, Raw was better this week than it was last week. Not much better, but better. Uh, we kicked off. With but, a surprise. But it drew the lowest first hour oh, it does I think, that ever. every week. Does it? I, lo- I love God. seeing How reports. How does that happen? I love seeing WWE break the record for their lowest ever ratings on Raw. I'm like, they do that every week. They just go it's down just, and down and down. It's just so bad, though. Like, I don't... I mean, God, I can't even... I, I hate to be that guy that says this time, all the, all like over and over and over again, but like this used to be popular. Yeah, but it's true. Like five thousand, like five five thousand, five million <laughs> viewers was like the norm. Yeah. And then like three was like, oh, that's fucking low, man. Uh, we better. And then we got used to like a high two, and then now all of a sudden it's like, dude, you're not even hitting two million. Like people do not give a shit anymore. I don't know if it's the lack of crowd or. I'm thinking it's more. A lot of people are just like, dude, they don't even know what they're doing no. with their own booking. And it's like, I don't want to waste my time. They would rather go watch Impact. Which is a bad thing. For that. That's definitely not a bad thing. Nope. Not at all. Um, well, I mean, I haven't been in there yet, but I got a good day. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. So for like Have the past no access, hours... Access. For the last hour, I've been sitting here trying to think. I'm like, am I going to have anything to talk about when it comes to WWE? And while y'all were talking about Slater, yeah, he he Slater came back for one night only. Wait, what the fuck? What? (laughs) See, we're talking about Raw. (laughs) This is you should have. Oh God, I I did because it's a it's a habit at my house. The second my son sees me like sit down and I treat me told we got done watching some New Japan. And he just wanted to keep watching wrestling. And I'm like, oh, well, it is 5 o'clock. So I put <laughs> right? So I put on Raw. And then the first thing I see is Heath Slater. And this dude put on an easy 35 pounds. Easy. Uh, now, see, like, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> the free agent Heath Slater, the man from three three MB, the, the, the was it the three man band, baby. He came back to confront his buddy. What the hell? So basically, Dolph brings Heath back to confront um, Drew. I'm basically blaming him for holding him back all these years. Uh, so they end up uh, having a match, which is very quick. Ends with a Claymore. Um, and then they're buddies again. Okay. Okay, here's the thing that kills me with this, really. Because I, I, we brought this up. It's, it's driving me bananas. So Dolph brings this dude out. They just have like a fucking heart-to-heart. It's not a conversation. It was a great promo from Heath. He, it was an excellent promo. This guy's calling, like, he's telling him, he's like, you know, when you got fired, you know, I called you every day. He's like, I got fired. I ain't got shit from you. He's like, you know, my kids, the whole whatever. He says, the last time we talked was on the bump. I was like, what in the fuck is the bump? <laughs> and why did you say it with just, like, ease? And then he had said, like, oh, you give him my shot or whatever. So he slaps him. And I'm like, is that all it takes to piss Drew up is just slap him? But, hey, whatever. Uh- so was it like legit one night only? Yeah, he just it... confirmed that was his swan song. You know what, dude? If this guy doesn't get signed after that promo, the he just legit racked up his money everywhere else. I'll tell you that. Well, he yeah he has said he's making an announcement on July eighteenth, which just happens to be the, the date of Slammiversary. I was gonna yeah. say like, isn't he teasing to be Rhino's partner in TNA or Impact? Yeah, well, Rhino's teased it. Yeah, I got well, a partner, and he's got kids. Well, he also joked well, on that line as well. <laughs> I'm not talking say, about well, the 47 kids the everybody thinks I've got at home. I'm talking about the two kids I've got. I was like, oh, what do you mean you don't have 27? <laughs> <laughs> he got all everything for me. <laughs> I was like, I thought he really lived in a double wide and all this. Like, I was, <laughs> I was happy for the guy. <laughs> uh. But, you know, he's obviously following in the footsteps of Drew and Jinder by just beefing up, getting a push, and then coming back to WWE. He looked great. Because when... So, speaking of following footsteps, you know, you got WWE following in the footsteps of AEW with a eye for an eye match. Oh, my God. Yeah, shock horror. Speaking of horror... Um, it, it was also announced in the weirdest fucking way. Like, Ray, right. Ray Mysterio's like, the stipulation I choose is I'm going to pull your eye out, huh? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> right, right, that's not a stipulation. That's that's a threat. And um, I'm like, uh... I'm like thinking in my head, too, when he's all talking, I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Like, hair versus mask? Career versus Career? And then he's like, ojo, pero ojo. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean eye for an eye? <laughs> and then, like, my lady's like, what do you mean eye for an eye? Like, I was like, what do you, I said, this thing. And she's, she just turned away. She's like, I don't even give a shit. <laughs> she's like, I do like his mask with the mesh on it, though. I'm like, oh, my God, whatever. But I'm like, so, so, what, so what's going to happen? The rules on WWE.com state that you have to win via pulling your opponent's eye out. Yeah. Like, there's... Suspending disbelief, and then there's just Stupidity. what the fuck. Uh, it, this is gonna be so ridiculous. It's gonna be some takes... cinematic crap. I, I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets. Is to... this why it's called the horror show? Yeah, 
Probably just because of this match. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to Ray pulling out Seth's eye and it just changes into like CGI. Oh, <laughs> or it turns into an anime. Like... <laughs> I kind of would, wouldn't mind that a little bit that wouldn't be too bad <laughs> I can see it now next Monday Seth Green is going to be on there <laughs> oh, Seth, oh my God. Yeah, Seth Green's going to narrate the whole fight and then they're going to reenact it on Robot Chicken yes thank you <laughs> what they should do with, and oh god, I, I don't even know why I'm giving them the fucking idea. What they should do is like try to do like that, like a Mortal Kombat, like how like when they do the fatality and it oh, like yeah. shows like the. They should do something like that because then you can go straight CGI with no impact to your dude. You know what I mean? But in that instance, you're you're calling it the horror show, so this is an all-out brawl. You know, maybe. You're adding sound effects as it is when it comes down to like fucking crowd noise because you know everybody's got a goddamn mask, so they sound like that. But it's fine. It makes sense. I dig it. Now's the opportunity to like add in some like extra sound effects when you hit a dude. Maybe, you know, maybe everybody's gonna just bleed like a mofo in this match or something, you know, gig. I don't know nobody's neither one of them dudes are in a gig. It'd be fake blood anyway, it's WWE, but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do it like that, go all out, do something, like, crazy, really bring it. Otherwise, you're, you've are you legitimately painted yourself in a corner, and you're going to miss in every direction. Fatality. Just like that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> if Michael Cole says it, though, I'll be pissed off. Oh. Man, you, play, you played that, and it sounded like fucking... Alexander, damn, <laughs> right? I was like, oh my yeah, god, this guy's dating everywhere. Let, let's just get Alexander to write the whole fight. <laughs> there you go, get in it. <laughs> um, well, before we even got to that, uh, we had Kyrie versus Sasha, and we didn't even know if Kyrie was going to be there because they removed her from the graphic, then they put her back on the graphic, then they removed her again right before Raw. Um, because obviously rumors came out this week that she's retiring, or, you know or, or she's going retiring? back to Japan for a year retirement tour. I don't know so why. So apparently the gimmick is is when she, uh, her husband. I guess she. I don't know if she recently got married, but the I, I guess yeah, the thing was, is is she's married. Her husband lives in ago. Japan. There you go. And so she's like, I'm. You guys suck. You guys don't like me anyway. Someone's the fuck out of here. Go back home. Do some shit that okay. actually means something, and then retire. I thought you were going to say she was leaving to get pregnant. Oh, God, no, no. Fuck that. She's going to go be a good wife and finish her craft where her fucking art means something. So her husband just took her to one side one day and said, Look, I want a long and happy marriage, but they keep putting you against Nia Jax. I don't need to be able to like have to like walk you everywhere and remind you what your name is every day. <laughs> One more throw to the steps, man, and it's over. Mm. Poor Kyrie. Poor everybody. What the fuck you mean? Yeah. Funny, we haven't seen it for a couple of weeks. There's probably reasons for that. Yeah. Um, but the match ended in no contest because Bailey caused the DQ. It was good though. Yeah, de- decent match. Um, 
Like I say, I don't know when Kyrie's last date or match is going to be, but if that was it, meh. It was okay. Yeah. I would have rather seen her win, but obviously they're pushing the shit out of Bailey and Sasha right now. That they are? I don't know if... I mean, I'm not hating it, but I it's just it's I feel like it's just kind of there. It's, well, I, I mean, there there's no uh, Charlotte and there's no thank God Becky. Yeah, it's like those so, two are the most established women they've got right now. Which Is Natty not available? Well, she's always available, but nobody cares. Um, <laughs> sorry, you're not wrong. <laughs> um. But that, that's the opportunity, you know. If you've got two established women, why are you just pushing them? Make some new stars. You've got the opportunity to do it. Don't put right. fucking Sasha free shows on all three. It's not needed. There's plenty of talented women on NXT. Agreed. But at the same time, Sasha versus Io was really good. Yeah, it was good for a, for a special attraction. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad they went the right way and Io got the win. That's what they should be doing with Sasha or Bailey just making stats. Yes. There's reasons why you get pinned. It is to make other people. Yeah, put them over. Hey, what a concept. It's, it's a lost art of putting people over. Even John Cena could've, learned it late into his career. I was going to say, like, I could have sworn, like, even somebody like Cena learned that fucking that <laughs> Eventually. trade the <laughs> Um. So after the whole... Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, eye for an eye thing. We got to the unveiling of the brand new US Championship, which was obviously designed by Anthony Walker because champion is so damn big on the front plate. Right. <laughs> That's not the only thing big on that plate. No. I mean, well, when you, when you see like the, oh, the, the professional studio HD photo of the belt, it looks normal. But just, I don't know if it was the angle or the light, but on TV, you could clearly see a purple penis on the front. Yep. <laughs> and once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Nope. Um, but, it, you know, it fits very well for MVP because it seems like, you know, he's making up for something by flashing this thing around. That's not hey, his. Hey, hey. Is it you want to hold my belt? I was kind of like thinking... This seems familiar. Some guy can't mm -hmm. win a title, so he's brought his own belt. Isn't that something Impact are doing right now? Mm. <laughs> and then we're going to get to somebody else doing it on Fighter Fest, but that's a little bit later on. Uh, MVP then tries to recruit Cedric Alexander. Much too well. I don't know if it's to no avail. He seemed to think about it. Because... Uh, I don't hate it. Here's my uh, thing with this. Since when in the hell did Ricochet and Cedric Alexander become like, and I'm going to say this, uh, like, they're try I feel like they're trying to be like kid and play. I feel like they're trying to be like, uh, like a little extra. Well, no, let me reframe. I feel like Ricochet was trying to be a little extra hood <laughs> with MVP. And I'm like, dude, what in the fuck? But pipe down, you, Trevor. That like yeah, I was, I was just I was like, bro, bro, you. I don't know where you got your attitude, but since Trevor. since and my favorite line, creative had nothing for him. Well, you know, to be fair, like 
telling the truth. One of the best damn matches I've ever seen in person was Cedric versus Ricochet. Mm. Like, it was literally by far the absolute best match I've ever seen in person. Uh, it was... I can agree with that. It was well, actually... <laughs> it was um, Cedric's last match in the Indies uh, right before he, like, right, it was like two weeks, I want to say, before he got the contract with. Um, oh, the CWC? NXT. Yeah. The Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Such a great match. I got hit in the face by Ricochet's boot. It was, it was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you know? <laughs> you know, it actually took me like two weeks to realize that MVP and Lashley has already been done in Impact. I was like, oh shit, yeah. When, when Lashley was world champion. Yeah, that is right, shit. See, it's taken you three or four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems like MVP is now trying to build his own stable. He's trying. Everybody is trying to build their own stable. You got MVP, and then you got Robert Stone running around in NXT. Join the Robert Stone brand. No, Robert Stone just needs anybody that can win a match. I, I love his pitch, though. It's like, look what they've done for Aaliyah's career. I'm like, what? Excuse me? You did something for her career? <laughs> okay, you may have got her back on TV, but she's still not doing anything. I was like, I thought she was on TV anyway. But uh, uh, Rarely. She, she was a sporadic appearance. Now, uh, she, now she's there every week. Losing rubber stone money. I was about to say. <laughs> um, we then had a six-man tag between the Raiders and Big Show. And Randy Orton and the stable that I have renamed, well, I haven't renamed because he didn't have a name. Uh, Selena Vega's group, the Vega Boys. Boom, boom, nice. boom, boom. The Vega Boys. They want you in their room. Okay, Selena. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I also saw somebody uh, proposing how good an idea it would be to put Randy Orton with them and kind of like have a legacy 2.0. Because he said. He, what it he feels was, like. He was certainly leading the team on Raw and slapping him around. I love that. I, okay, let me reframe. I don't want to say love. Um, I'm scared for Flair's health. I'll say that for a man that almost died not two years ago. Um, and he's out there, you know, no mask in this crappy environment of lack of testing, if you will. Or, what are the what does Taz go? They go slap slap shop. So it's like, but but he for a dude that had to learn relearn how to talk, like he yeah. could still cut a fucking promo. It's incredible. That, um, that lisp is becoming a little more prominent. That too. I was going to say that, and I love Randy. And this whole thing was great. The whole thing. I love when he like in the during the match he pulls Angel aside. He's like, "Hey, I'm a third generation superstar like you. You need to get your shit together." He's like, otherwise I'm going to put you into the ground. And I'm like, did you just threaten to kill a man? <laughs> well, they have threatened to take somebody's eye out. Well, hey. Yeah, Ran Randy, Randy works very well with a group. 
Especially with younger people behind him. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a natural leader because he's been there for so long. You're telling me. Shit. Well, I'm still remembering when the guy debuted. I'm like, dude, I wasn't like I was not even in high school when he debuted. No, I think I was like a freshman. He must be like the last of the ruthless aggression era now. Yeah. Batista's gone, Cena's gone. Because uh, I haven't even seen Shelton Benjamin either. Not well, he's pretty much too raw and SmackDown what Aaliyah was to NXT. He's sporadic appearance. Sporadic. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else from the uh, uh, big show. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, I mean, show comes and goes, and he's obviously there to promote Netflix. Why is he here? <laughs> to promote Netflix, the big show show. Okay, well, then let him do it on fucking Netflix. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, God, go away. Weird that they've done it now, rather than when the show was actually beginning. Right. I mean, when they were running previews of it when it was first about to come on air, but there was no sign of Big Show. Now, all of a sudden, he's on Raw promoting it. Well, hell, there's talk about him. Uh, I want to say the Kingpin in a Daredevil reboot. Yeah, he wants to be the Kingpin. Uh, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, the voice wouldn't really match, but I can see it. Because, actually, I was just watching some of the old animated Spider-Man series last night. And just how over-exaggerated Kingpin was. Yeah. <laughs> just like this square of a man. <laughs> Big Show slimmed down, though. I mean, he would have fit Kingpin more when he was 500 pounds. Uh, it would still work, I think. Yeah, I don't know CGI. how it would work with that voice. Yeah, that's the thing. The voice Maybe would throw me off. Too. This uh, is one from Daredevil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, from that movie, didn't like wasn't there like uh, oh they had um uh um was it Michael Clark Davis or oh, Mar- Duncan yeah. Douglas? Yeah, Duncan. They had him play it. I'm like, well, good luck topping that. <laughs> well, they did really great on the Netflix series. Oh, I gotta keep. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I mean, on, the, on the bright side, uh, nobody really liked Daredevil, the movie. I did. <laughs> well, there's gotta be one. It. There's gotta be one. Well, yeah, I mean, for crying out loud, I think you, you and I are the only two people that still like Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble is an awesome movie. Yeah. Jimmy King is the best wrestler. If we're talking Daredevil, if we're talking Daredevil, the movie with Ben Affleck, yeah, Electra. That movie sucked, but she was hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyways, back to wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) He's like. Um, do we, we digress. <laughs> we, we digress. There was a weird moment after the six-man tag where um, Truth and Akira Tozawa both ran into Randy. And Truth is like, ran away. Akira comes up. Oop. Hello. Hello. Like, really nervous. <laughs> he and was all, like, oh, like he went that way. Thank you. <laughs> I love how our truth thought Ric Flair was Tozawa. <laughs> And Ric Flair's, like, trying not to laugh at him. 
I don't know how anybody who works with truth stays in character. I know. I couldn't do it. <laughs> the, the, the best thing what about does this it mean? is he... is 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 Ric Flair going to be the next twenty four seven champ? Oh God, please no. I think it's what's going to happen. I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it would be you know like what? a seventh time. If they pitched it to him, he'd be like, "No, give it to Charlotte." <laughs> oh yeah, at her hospital, at, at home. Yeah, give it to her at home. <laughs> Yeah, that was another thing as well. It was kind of interesting to see the dynamic between Rick and Andrade, knowing obviously that Andrade's banging Charlotte. Hey. I always refer to it as banging. It, well, they, they're, they're dating, they're courting. They're engaged. <laughs> they're, they're engaged. Well, they're engaged, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're definitely banging. Yeah, they're still banging. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're definitely banging. <laughs> Um, once again, Ruby Riot was squashed this time by Billy Kay. I'm enjoying seeing the Iconics get some wins, but obviously, as we said last week, they're building to Ruby and Liv reuniting for some stupid reason. Because they're bored. Yeah, because they got nothing else for them. Shocker. Just let them be them. Fuck. Like, yeah, Liv, Liv had a perfect a gimmick. Wrestling show. Liv had a perfect gimmick and perfect momentum, and they just don't know what to do with it it's because they don't expect it to get over as well as it does and then when it does they're like oh shit uh we didn't plan for this uh put her against natty okay that's <laughs> you're, gonna, you're probably gonna help her out then let's do, let's do it then do it do it now natty will work anyway maybe not maybe not just maybe she won't work tj though <laughs> uh, and then of course main event was Bailey and Asuka that one was good mm. yeah man I every time you say the the name Bailey all I can think of is that shit you posted the other day as the the mashup thing oh yeah somebody used the morph thing on face app and you know what they created some beautiful women it was like oh yeah bailey and uh and like alexa or something like that yeah and there was like uh i think it was sasha and zelina that that was some good morphing i didn't see the first one i I didn't see the other one i was scrolling through i'm thinking sign 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 developmental sign (laughs) <laughs> development <laughs> what even is developmental anymore because it's sure not NXT well maybe it'll be Evolve oh yeah they purchased Evolve for nothing <laughs> they got it on eBay <laughs> got it on eBay I mean they've, I they've been the for years now I think they've been using Evolve as like developmental anyway like Triple H goes over the, over there every couple of months to scout the roster. And the next oh, thing yeah. they'll be on NXT. Hell, if they're smart, maybe they might take some of their booking guys and be like, hey, maybe you know wrestling a little better. <laughs> Try to write this, like, write this shit. But then, I love you. Okay, we're going to stick with Bruce. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got three weeks. See you later. <laughs> what do you mean you want to push people? Nah, that's not what we do here. 
Uh-uh. Wait, you, you want to do a segment in the bathroom? Just so you can dress you up as Brother Love? Okay. Let me get you five cameras. <laughs> go to camera 10. Go to camera 10. All right, go to the toilet, damn <laughs> Um. So, yeah, that was raw. Like I said, it, it was better than last week. It just wasn't great. And once again, the rating is tanked. But, you know, for some reason, not everybody cares about ratings, but they should. Because what happens mm. when they hit, like, 500,000? USA Network's going to be like, hold the fucking phone. You promised well, I mean, 2 in million. Re- in reality, I want to say, like, in the two hours that AEW was on, they get a, close to the similar ratings that fucking uh, Raw does. Mm, yeah. It, the funny it's thing is, SmackDown terrible. is finally on par with Raw in ratings. <laughs> That's such a good thing. It, it, just, it just took Raw to come down rather than SmackDown to go up. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it was yeah. more of gravity's fault. They, they were both around, I think it was 1.2 this week. Well, over the weekend. Sounds. A... Yeah. The thing that he does so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. Your show. We are going to steal the show. I guess it's time for a new order. Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you the life. We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. Your boy, Moses Marquez. Same day, new era. We are the best at this. Max Wrestling Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the mat. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the madhouse. On to Impact. Thank God. I've <laughs> just been waiting for this moment. <laughs> Um, we kicked off with. Well, it's not. It, it, it's not. It's not even just impact. It's like, hey, okay, so raw. we got done with raw, but we got done with that, and now we're almost to AEW, and that's where I really, really, really want to talk about. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's keep it. He's a high done. Keep uh, it moving. It, it was great. We kicked off with a great tag match uh, with Susie and Kylie Ray defeating Rosemary and Taya, <clears throat> obviously because they're not really on the same page. And Ty is blind as a bat because she can't see what's going on with Rosemary and Bravo. Um, and Susie did my favorite thing. Just, that's bad. Slap. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... Uh, I, I cannot cope with that. It's been shit two and a half months Rosemary. of watching Impact for me now. And that's one of my favorite things is Susie, that's bad. <laughs> I love it. There's you a shirt. <laughs> they should do a shirt Impact you're missing out It's just a hand sign as well Like a cross with the two fingers Like that's bad That's bad I do that every time Raw comes on That's bad uh, But yeah Tyre's blind as a bat Yeah I, the, the, This crap they're doing with Rosemary I'm like no Bring back the Rosemary we used to know and love yeah, I mean, she was a little more aggressive in the match than we've obviously seen her in these bar segments, but it's still not quite the Rosemary we know. Yeah. Um, but 
obviously there was also some <clears throat> there's a lot of back chat going on at impact these days because there's no crowd so they can talk out loud in the ring um and rosemary was basically saying to Susie, we all the work we put into giving you your powers back and now you turn into an idiot yep <laughs> and then it just seems strange hearing on a wrestling show we gave you your powers back and then you're going, yeah. oh, okay. yeah, they did the super, supernatural thing. Also, as well, when they were walking the dog to the ring, Bravo and Tyre, I didn't even see the dog at first it, because it was so small. I thought Bravo was just holding a lead for a leash for no reason. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no, not at all. Bravo's whipped. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just not with Tyre, it's with Rosemary. <laughs> um. Then there was another tag match. This time it was a four-way tag, uh, which can often be a clusterfuck. But it wasn't too bad, as we had the uh, the Dinas pick up the win over TGP and Falabar, Reno Scum, and Triple XL. And then they, they brawled backstage. Yeah, uh, it, it was okay. I kind of, like, skimmed through it. Yeah, I really hate, like, loads and loads of people, in, apart from the Royal Rumble, obviously. And Battle Royals, I hate when they put, like, six, eight people in the ring at once. Well, I mean, like, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but, you know, it's not even that it's that, like, four teams. It, you had Triple XL in there as well. Yeah, and Falabar. Well, so that's three really big guys in a multi-person, in, in, like, an eight-man match. And, uh... Full, uh, he, he he's not too little neither. Nah. So I mean, there, there must have been two tons in that ring. Just about. <laughs> well, just triple XL. They said combined weights like eight hundred. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not the biggest of rings either. I think Impact Ring is kind of small. Hefty. Yeah. Or maybe it just looked small with, you know, the three super heavyweights in there. <laughs> Lord almighty. Um, now, Travis, you know how much I love Johnny Swinger. <laughs> <laughs> so this oh, week, yeah. he was looking for a disguise to go to the ring, and he found Suicide's mask. Later on, he found <laughs> Suicide's costume. Couldn't zip it up all the way, because obviously he's a little bigger than Suicide. <laughs> Um, and yeah, other stuff happened, but we'll get to that first. Willie Mack just defeats Swing Aside. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Willie, Willie Mack knew exactly who it was. Yeah, he's well, backstage I mean, talking to he's, a half-dressed... He's, he's got that purple superpower X-ray vision <laughs> going on, so of course he knew. <laughs> just talking to a half-dressed Swinger, bad-mouthing Swinger, to... <laughs> fake suicide and it's not the first time somebody's dressed up as suicide as we know yeah um, this week's flashback moment was um, from lockdown 2010 where Madison and Velvet defeated Angelina and Tara and Madison became knockout champion which kind of led into locker room talk uh, where Madison interviewed herself and announced that she was returning to the ring at Slammiversary for the Knockouts Battle Royal. Yeah, that, that annoyed the hell out of me. Our interview in itself. 
I bet you've never been so glad to see Kiara Hogan interrupt. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that even a question? <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're always glad to see her, but more so this time. Oh, yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, Kiara and Tasha interrupt, followed by Havoc and Nevaeh. I don't know why Nevaeh's trash-talking, because she's not won a match yet. Yeah. She's lost to both Kiara and Tasha. I don't know. But let them do their thing. You mean, I was I was half expecting Kiara to just go, girl, girl shut up, we we both beat you. Yeah. you got no <laughs> room to talk. <laughs> she she does so much shit talking on Twitter, it's ridiculous. Who, Nevaeh? No, oh, Kiara. Kiara, yeah. I can believe. <laughs> um, we mentioned Dreamer's awesome promo last week, and they announced that he was gonna he was gonna be forced to make an apology to Moose this week, which was very sarcastic. <laughs> I freaking loved it. It was so funny. I, I like, really want to see more Dreamer. Dreamer's on fire. Uh, great promo last week. Awesome sarcastic apology this week, um, <laughs> yeah. and he was he was punking out. He was outsmarting Moose without Moose realizing it. So he was like, "I spoke to the TNA Championship Committee, and they said that I'm going to face you for the title at Slamversary." And Moose was like, "You sound so stupid. There is no TNA Championship Committee." And Dream was like, "Yeah, just like there's no TNA." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I I'm not even gonna get into the story, but <laughs> the the whole Earth is flat thing. Oh yeah, uh, Moose is a flat earther too. When you said there's no scientific proof that the Earth is round, <laughs> like so, Moose thinks that the Earth is flat. Okay. <laughs> AJ Styles like that's my boy. <laughs> I was telling Vince right now Vince, Vince, I told you I'm not the only one <laughs> Shut up, Andrew, go back to sleep um, Main event um, Callahan defeats Josh Alexander With a little help from Ken Shamrock They they seem well, to be getting on the same hell. page well, Fucking hell what? Ken Shamrock You problem with my guy? <laughs> Did, you didn't watch Impact, so you don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> he was you. came out. This motherfucker is how old? Oh, 50s. Okay. And he's looking like, comes out dressing like thugonomics. <laughs> like, what Bullshit. the fuck? No, I'm dead serious. Yeah, he's 56. He's 56. Jesus. He's as old as my dad. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna be like Travis and see and see Ken Shamrock. I don't keep it moving. I, uh... No, I ain't got a problem. I don't have a problem with him. I it, he came out like baggy jersey, fucking baggy shorts. I'm like, that's how he always wears. Yeah, Shamrock's Shamrock's always dressed like that, shorts and vest. Uh, I don't know. It, it just annoyed me. <laughs> um... I don't know why. 
I kind of, I really it hope is. they don't go too comedic with his tag team because obviously Shamrock's dead, deadly serious, and then Callahan's got the whole phone hacker gimmick from Watch Dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I remember that game. What, what was that film like? I'm watching you, kind of thing. Like, watch that. I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, you're supposed to be partners. Why are you watching him? You're supposed to be like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Sammy Callahan's crazy. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like two former rivals coming together as a team, like Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah, but it, it's just. I don't know, it just don't make no damn sense. Um, the only disappointing thing, there was no teasers this week for the returns. I mean, obviously when Swinger was looking for a disguise, he came across Super Eric's cape again, but that was from last week. We well, yeah, can't tease nothing. Heath Slater showed up on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard, haven't heard nothing of from EC3 this week, neither. No, I'm, he's literally teased every company now. So nobody knows where he's going. AEW. Maybe New Japan. Well, yeah, he hasn't done New Japan, has he? No, imagine, I mean they've only imagine just, him as a worker in New Japan. Yeah, they've only just started producing again, so maybe next week. And it'll shows up at Dominion. If he sh- if he shows up at Dominion, I-, I would l- I would legit pop for him and then be like, "Crap, he's got to learn how to work and fast." I mean, he was always a good worker. I had my doubts. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't see a lot of his impact run. Um, I know he could put on a good match when he had somebody good against him. The question is, is can you put on a good match with anybody? And that's what New Japan. We'll teach you. Like, basics are, are key, and almost no match in New Japan is bad. Well, he managed to pull out a great world title feud with Matt Hardy, and this is this was way before Broken Matt. This was like normal Matt Hardy with no personality. <laughs> no, yeah. no personality. It was Big Money Matt. Big, big, big Money Matt? Hell, what? he did a... I don't keep her moving. <laughs> I went to a show, and uh, it was EC3 versus Matt Hardy versus Jeff Jarrett, and it was a hell of a match inside of a cage. Against Jeff Jarrett? When the hell was that? Yeah. Oh, this was, a, this was a um, indie show. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Was Jeff uh, Jarrett throwing tortillas? It... No, but Karen probably was. Yeah. Was he elbowing people with the guitar? Yeah, yes. Uh, well, then, hey, it's probably a good Jeff Jarrett Madsen. <laughs> this, uh, my local indie promotion is called AML. And once a year, they have like a, a show called Confrontation where they like rival Impact. And global force. Now here's a big question. Did Jeff Jarrett get drunk after the show and sing with my baby tonight? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, but I wasn't there for it. (laughs) I always love seeing him sing it live. He he tries to get the crowd to sing and nobody knows the words. 
<laughs> the only words people know yep. is, I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Yep. <laughs> what does the shape have to say? It's time to shape up. It's time for you to prove that you are more than a one-head wonder. It's only right for us to set that bar, to set that standard. I take the shape of whatever I need to be. Travis Anderson, your time has come. Max Wrestling presents Promo Slam on August 20th. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atu here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Last night, I uh, was my of both the Great American Bash and Fighter Fest. Before we go into everything, just preliminary, I'm going to say I think NXT took it again. Let's see what everybody else thinks. Um, I think NXT had the stronger opening uh, with a street fight between Mia Yim and Candice LeRae while Fighter Fest had the tag team title match. I'm going more with the tag team title match. Okay. It was a little bit better. Now I did I did love all the craziness that they did on the street fight, but uh but I was a, I was more a fan of the tag match. Like your normal street uh, wrestling. Now now coming from a guy that watched it in a very odd order. <laughs> like I wanna say I was watching the opening of NXT during the FTR or uh, FTW. Oh, the, yeah. Talk about the belt. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet. Uh, I was so it, it. It's really the way you look at it. Like if you're gonna go like match per match, you know start to finish i can see that but if you just look at the overall card i gotta give it aew hmm. well i might change i might change my mind by the time we get to the end of it just that's just preliminary also i uh hope me and brought some blister pads after the match mm-hmm Oh God! What was she so I gotta, thinking? I, I gotta ask about this thing. Maybe I'm the only one that thought that. Were they not both pinned? Would that not be considered a double pin? Uh, no. What was her? Was Mia's arm? But, every, but everybody's Candace? arms were flat. No, no, no. It was. It was just Candace's arm over her. But yeah, so that's both their arms were pinned. flat. I mean, yeah, both sh- all f- shoulders were down, but Candace was technically on top of Mia. So, technicality. Technicality, my nalgas. 
there was a similar thing back in the day between Bret Hart and Sean, not Bret Hart, excuse me, Sean Michaels and the British Bulldog. There was a double pin. Why? Because both of their shoulders were dying. So, okay, it, and that was when? <laughs> was it another back cheap shot that they have a dusty finish on Great American Bash? No. Okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in my opinion, there was no damn loser. Everybody fucking won, fans and all. Oh, with that damn match, yeah, it was fucking great. Mia Yim, like I love her ten times more now. <laughs> like with the Joey straight Ryan out the finish. gate, like no, I'm not even talking about the damn finish. I'm talking about the damn opening, just coming straight out, whooping her ass, and then just like she grabs that uh trash can lid and just threw it. Over the damn ring, not in the ring. Over the damn ring. So, like, so when you're a girl, a street fight means short shorts and boots. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Um, I don't know if it was a nod to Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon either, but that's what I thought of when they put the the plank across the top ropes. Yeah, it I could have been, that. but it, from from my knowledge, that's like uh, something Joey Ryan would do all the time. Uh, well, yeah. well, takes a plank to know a plank. Hey! <laughs> Just when I was starting to like him as well. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> damn it. Um, surprisingly, this was not the shortest match of the night, Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Um it went past two minutes, and I already thought it was longer than I ex- expected it to be. It went 11 minutes. Uh, before... It went... Now, see, this is it... kind of the one I wanted to, like, nitpick on. I'm like, I wanted to like it, but I'm like, Joey's getting way too much in. Now, maybe that's yeah. just me, but I was like, um, like, let him, do, let him do the wacky shit. I'm cool with the wacky shit. Well, but, like, he got in a lot. Well, the way I look at it is he's, like, that deathmatch kind of guy. So he's used to taking a badass beating. So I I could see it. So it went about, it did, it, you said it went, what, 11? Yeah, 11 minutes. I would say about six is what I would expect. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's not as bad. Like I, I understood it. They, they even had time for a break during the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just would have expected Archer to kill him. He'll kill you. No, see, three well, rounds, rock. No, see, I would have expected like next week it would be like Lance versus Sunny Kiss, but no, Sunny Kiss gets the title match. <laughs> Has that been announced? Yeah. Yes. There's, there's a few matches announced for both shows, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, on the bash, we had. Okay, this is where my internet died for like 20 minutes, so I missed out on this bit. Um, we had Tony Nice versus Bronson Reed. I don't even know who won. Uh, fast forward through. Yeah, I'm guessing Bronson Reed. <laughs> you know, he squashed him with a splash and legit was like squash and then 
Mara was like, oh, I hope we have a big enough spatula for Tony needs because he got squashed. And I'm like, first <laughs> off, that's hilarious. They're, they're basically turning Bronson Reed into the new Bull Dempsey. Maybe. I know they're trying to push him. You can tell they're trying to push the guy. Hmm. Seems strange, though, I, where they, but they put him against Karrion Cross a couple of weeks ago. So I, I had, revenge, like... Man. And plus, that I match had, was like, good. Zero interest. Zero interest in this match, so I just fast-forward through it. Trav's out here with how you doing, caper move. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you have any more interest in the next match, which was Johnny Gargano versus Isaiah Swerve Scott? That one was oh, fun. Oh, absolutely. That was great. I really enjoyed it. About to say, as opposed to Cody on Hot Ones. Well, I, I who wasn't really out, on Hot Ones. I missed out on a bit for you, uh, Travis, because before the match, we we caught a glimpse of Shotty Blackheart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, she runs over Robert Stone's leg, and this guy's just screaming for his life. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember who who it was. Somebody. Uh, uh, shared a GIF on Twitter or all of that. And it was, I watched it probably about 15 damn times. Yeah, it was, it was NXT <laughs> themselves that shared it. And now, my, my thing is, is like, I'm, I, I love this, but, and I love Robert Stone just randomly getting beat up every week, but he's got to end up at the dumpster. Like, that's got to be the thing. Yeah. He's got to end up in the, or a trash can. The, I mean, she, she literally ran over his leg too. Does, does, no give there. It was no, so it wasn't. It, like, literally, his leg slid. Like, the little tank just pushed his leg till his leg wouldn't go no damn farther. <laughs> then it finally made it over. I mean, luckily, it's only a small tank, and she's a small girl. So, hopefully, it wasn't yeah. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just gets that up. See you later. That's what you get for not wearing socks. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> um, we did have a squash match on Fighter Fest as well. Uh, actually, no. Before we get to that, uh, we had the eight-man tag, uh, which again, yeah. like we said on Impact, can be a clusterfuck. Um, they managed to separate these guys pretty well in this one. So we had Andy Williams and the Blade. The Lucha Brothers defeating FTR and the Young Bucks. Surprisingly, nobody said um, that result. Everybody predicted FTR and the Bucks for the win. I was really conflicted about this one last week when we were doing predictions because, like, Lucha Brothers were... <laughs> this was their first match back, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I mean I'm like okay so they have to get the pin but at the same time I'm like there's FTR there yeah so it, it, I was conflicted so I just went with FTR I mean it's it's set up a good match for next week at Fight for the Fall and we've got FTR versus Lucha Brothers yes I cannot wait for that I've been <laughs> wanting this for so long and uh, Dax tweeted this one could take a while <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not mad. Go as long as you want. It'd be a great match, right? I think. <clears> it would oh, yeah. be, I think it would be awesome. You're definitely setting up Pentagon and Phoenix for uh, Hangman and Omega, or maybe even FTR for Hangman and Omega. 
Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be the Lucha Bros that are going to finally take the belt off of them. I don't know if it's going to be via deception between the two or they're just going to out-wrestle them. This, not just that, but it'll also be like this feud with FTR and the Young Bucks are going to go for a while as well, I'd assume. That's I mean, a Tweety Bird behind you, agrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought a tag team match. Um, I mean, I was way off thinking private party were going to take the belts last night. <clears throat> I don't even know why. I just, I, yeah, I just felt like it's time for a change because they had two tag title matches back to back. Honest to goodness, when I, when I first was watching this whole thing, I immediately thought, oh, crap, the last time the tag titles changed hands was on an opener. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that's what it had me thinking. But then it didn't that, happen. That was a great match, too. And then... So we didn't talk about Taz and the FTW Championship. Yes, because I completely missed this as well because Sky Broadband are awesome. Um, so it's so literally the can same I, can belt I, from ECW. Can I? So it is the. It's only been held by like two people, well Taz and Sabu. Yeah, and yeah. the only reason why it was held by Sabu is because Taz pulled him on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> this belt was made. Because he was he cl- he considered himself the uncrowned ECW champion, and so he walked yeah. around with the FTW championship, the Fuck the World Championship, mm. and and then now he's giving it to 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 Brian Cage, and he's gonna kick the shit out of John Moxley. I love how Taz uh, said think, shit, signed like right back to back, and I'm like, well, that, I, now they can't say shit for the rest of the night. I had to get that in there just because when I know something, I want to make it, make people know that I know shit. <laughs> hey, I know some shit. <laughs> I do my research. Sometimes. He's like, why isn't that on the goddamn knowledge challenge? <laughs> <laughs> so WWE, Impact, and AEW now all have somebody walking around with a, an unofficial championship. Which one is it in fucking WWE? Well, MVP's walking around the with US the new title. US title, which isn't his. Because oh. he's not the US chink. Well, I, I didn't. I was fucking... I didn't watch it, so I was so confused. <laughs> I just thought they just revamped it, and that was it. <laughs> you know what? I struggle yeah. to even remember who the US champion is most of the time. Apollo it's Cruz. It's currently Apollo Cruz, and he's he still has the old championship. That belt was originally what? debuted, uh, I think, by or was given to Eddie Guerrero. Was the first guy mm-hmm. to win it, I believe. Yeah. And then Apollo Crew is going to be the last Did guy to hold it. Beat Benoit. I want to say yeah. And now this was back in '03. Yeah, yeah, because then Eddie won like the it. world title in '04. Yep. See, we so, know our shit too. <laughs> so yeah, so, so the dick and ball title. <laughs> Is it even a real fucking title? I mean, it is. It will replace the current title, but MVP's holding it at the moment because he feels he's the US champion because he pinned Apollo Crews. What the fuck? (laughs) Right? It's such good shit. Such good shit. Um, But back to AEW. Yeah, that's the exact belt they used in ECW, which I'm surprised they managed to get because doesn't WWE own... Everything ECW. Taz owns that belt. Cool. That's Taz's like he made it. It's his design. Is everything. Good man. Taz is Taz knows his shit. 
Yeah, I must say there's something there. That Taz is not exactly the, the he's not the brightest bulb on there, but he'll shine he'll shine when he needs to. <laughs> um so the squash match we were gonna talk about uh was Nyla Rose defeating Kenzie Page and Kylan King in two minutes eleven seconds. Why not like use this opportunity to maybe sign somebody and get him in there? Well, I didn't even know. Debut was, somebody. Did we know it was going to be a handicap match, or was it just Nyla Rose versus TBA? Yeah. It, was yeah, TBA. it was TBA. So you just bring in two jobbers, okay? All right. I'm more intrigued about what happened after the match because who the fuck is it? Who is the manager? That's what I'm dying to know. <sighs> it better not. It better not be Awesome Kong. I have a funny feeling that's who it's going to be. Yeah, where the fuck is Awesome Kong? Uh, they no. just she's finishing up Glow. Oh, okay. Oh, another season. Cool. Yeah, because well, they, they, I've, I've been waiting. They just dropped that whole uh, stable thing because people didn't like it, and then we never saw her again. Well, they they dropped it because Awesome Kong was like, "Well, what the fuck do you guys expect me to do?" And then she's getting ready to take off for TV. And then uh, a bald-headed homegirl, like, was not getting over. And then Brandy was like, I'm a fucking heel, but I'm a face when they come out for my hunt. And then she's like, everything just got so goddamn confusing. Mm-hmm. They were just like, like, we better just, we better pull the that. WWE and just walk away. Well, WWE would have just run it into the ground. That's, that's they would, completely true. No, if it was WWE, it would still be going to this day. Yeah, they would. They would have milked the He's shit out of He's shoving it down my throat. Vince, it's shit, but we can turn it into gold. No, I you can't. Drag it out for six weeks. <laughs> Telling you, pal, I know how to do this. All we need to do is have the same match three weeks in a row. Okay. Fifty-fifty yeah, booking. <laughs> uh, now, did I miss something? What the fuck happened to Colt Cabana? He's officially Dark Order, is my guess. I guess oh, that no, he I was know a that. tryout. I mean, like, his, his ribs were... Bruce. Yeah, his ribs were purple. Uh, that I don't did, know. Did he get into another lawsuit with CM Punk, or...? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, bro? That, that was, like, it was such... It was a great paint job that got ruined. Because like you could like the doctor or the trainer or whatever was like rubbing his ribs there, and then if you look at like towards his back, you could see where the fingers were. Nice. <laughs> hey, it's amazing what you get from Amazon. It's a cold spray, and psh, there yeah. you go. But as for uh, the I. What was it like right after this? It was uh, announcing the matches for next week. Uh, let me take a look at next week. Is there a match for Dark Order next week? We got Cody and Sunny Kiss. We got the world title match um, and a tag match. That's all I can see. Okay. Well, they announced uh, the Elite. Oh, that one. Versus yeah. Jurassic Express. I was looking for Dark Order. Mox. There's Mox and Brian Cage. But they said on the show that Cody's will be in action defending the TNT title. But that text message thing, 
they announced through Cody's like text mess message who his opponent is, and that's Sonny Kiss. Inside of scoops, eh? Yeah. See, there is a point. Gee, Willie, I gotta get this one on the hot press. And we all thought it was just gonna be like market research, right? Um, yeah, to be your own Dave Meltzer. Just like we all thought, uh, Cabana and the Dark Order got the win over SCU. And again, they let Colt get the pin so he can feel good. Mm, boom, boom. At least he yeah. didn't like jump up and pump his fist like last week. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, I wasn't supposed to be happy. Yeah, it's it's intriguing what they're doing with Colt Cabana. They've actually made him interesting. <laughs> it's it's funny because... It's funny because like he, Brody's still pulling the McMahon gimmick. Oh, you're hurt. Okay, well we have a match, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he's hurt, so he has a match, and ever since he's started working with Dark Order, he's undefeated. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely thanks, my friend. Do you need you guys watch BTE? Uh, I, I need mm. to. You should, because, like, some of the stuff they do is, is, first off, it's all hilarious. And second off, it doesn't, like, play in, but it just, so, so the Dark Order's doing a skit, and uh, I keep forgetting the two dummies. Uh, the first two guys, Alex Silver and whoever the other dude is, they're growing around it like everybody asked, like, oh, you know, maybe we, they're trying to entice them to, to join the Dark Order. And um, so they, they do it. And actually, I think at one point it was either Hangman had said like he was considering doing it or like he liked their offer. And then all of a sudden, like he just changed his mind. And so Brody Lee found out he's like, what? What? You let Hangman go? And he's just like throwing papers at their head and shit. And they're just bumping. He's just like, don't you guys like drinking whiskey? Huh? Cowboy shit. You don't like cowboy shit. He's just screaming at him. So he calls uh, Uno on the phone. He's just like, what are you doing right now? Okay, well, stop that. Grab a stack of papers and smash your face with them. He's like, we shouldn't have had Hangman Page. And he hangs the phone up. And so that was like last week's episode. So this week it opens up with, um, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll do you that solid, boss. And then you just see Evil Uno, bam, and just take a bump. It's the greatest. I, I laughed so hard. Like my stepdaughter was like, what? What's so funny? Oh, it was great. <laughs> Um, so on NXT, um, we had the former El Fantasma. Uh, El Legado del Fantasma. Santos Escobar. He literally sounds like a drug baron now. Santos Escobar. Um, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin That's Wilde. That's sexy. I'm sorry. That name is just sexy. All three of them are. Right? And I'm loving <laughs> the gear. I'm loving the gear. Like, everybody, like, this is, get rid of the suits, walk around in that gear all the time. Yeah. That works perfect. I, I keep... Hey, uh, Dazzy. Yeah. You want to see how to piss off Moses Marquez? Okay. No. I'll fast forward through this one. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, until they come out on the stage, I keep forgetting that one of them is DJZ. Right. <laughs> Which is a good thing because I really don't want to remember that I at all. I hated that gimmick. It was so bad. Um, I don't, but I do love also uh, Brizango's new gimmick of 
than the creative entrances marking their opponents. Luchi Man. Ah. How how the fuck did uh, did these guys not get over on? Well, obviously, nobody gets over on SmackDown. Jeez. If they would have been doing shit like this, and not just like the fashion police, and we get to figure out shit. Yeah. I don't know. If they'd have let them do shit like this on SmackDown. All I know is his Fantango getting hot tags is like he's like the best hot tag guy there is in NXT. Mm. Like I'm, I love when he gets the hot tag. It's great. He's so far apart from the original Fandango that we saw, the ballroom dancer. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody loved that gimmick, and the the theme song got over as fuck. I think we just because we liked to. Yeah, it was probably just a pin. It, it was just of. fun. It was fun. I'm not gonna lie. I did some <laughs> fandango win when I went to some shows. It it almost got to number one in the UK. That's nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just everybody downloaded it after uh, WrestleMania. I could I could just imagine you like trying to take the bus to work, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Um, they probably fight. Well, it wasn't really a squash match, but it wasn't a long match. Uh, following this on the bash was Santana Garrett, pretty Dude, much jobbing to Mercedes Martinez. She's she's a jobber in every company. They like people hate this girl. Well, she was a fucking world champion. She's a good worker. She she's really Jesus good at putting Christ. people over. Yeah, that's true too. But come <laughs> on, give her something. And then Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez is like, I understand we need to be reintroduced to her. Shouldn't she mm-hmm. beat somebody established then? Well, I mean, if you if you know your shit, you know Santana Garrett. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, I don't really understand the hate for her. Yeah. She's got. She's good looking. She can work. Second generation superstar. What's there not to like? Who the hell's her dad? Kenny Garrett. Kenny Who Garrett. The fuck? Yeah. Who the fuck is Kenny Garrett? <laughs> I've um, never heard of this. He, before, he's Santana's dad. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't find a fucking thing on this poor fucker. This is how you know that you're completely irrelevant. Oh, he was a territory wrestler back in Ow. the day. That's how you know nobody gave a shit, Bob. Okay. So yes, that's the extent of her family and her relationships. Zimbus <laughs> <laughs> so um, goes like, "I was trying." He's gonna try. Okay, then the main events on both shows. Um, despite what they said, we all knew the result for the bash, multiple endings, blah blah blah. Keith Lee um, becomes double champ. Uh, meanwhile, on Fighter Fest, great match between Jericho and Orange Cassidy, and it was actually the longest mm-hmm. match of the night. Excellent match. Um, I think uh, was it. I think it was Daniel Crimmins actually who said, even though we knew the results, uh, Adam Cole and Keith Lee did a great job in, you know, getting you into the match. That was DC. And uh, he's 100% right. Like, that match was very, very good. Um, 
I did feel like Keith Lee had that monster appeal, though. Mm. Like, no matter what Cole did, that monster of Keith Lee would come right back. Yeah. The the finish... I'm not saying that made any. I'm not saying they made it bad or nothing. I'm just saying that was. You know, the that finish was seemed out. a little abrupt. A bit. Just finish pin. Yeah. I think it could have been a little bit more creative, but yeah, you know, I won't take that away from him. Try to protect the BBC. Yeah. Um, they also then, of course, showed Cross and Scarlet up in, I wouldn't say the rafters, skybox. It, if it's a skybox, it's the most box-looking skybox I've ever seen. It was tiny. Right? <laughs> it was It was legit. It fits six people. You're fucking telling me. Um, I'm sure I can actually see, like, sound equipments, so... Maybe it's the tech area. Yeah, I was half expecting to see Gronk up there. <laughs> um, but it would, the strange thing was Scarlet sort of disappeared. Um, and I was expecting her to like go to the ring and do something, but nope. That show just ended. Um, yeah, like Keith Lee owns them o'clock, so or uh, an hour Kind of seemed like Karrion uh, Cross was pissed that Adam Cole lost. Like he's like, damn it, I was wanted to beat him. Yeah, so we all thought Cross just wanted Adam Cole, but now he seems to just want the NXT title. Yeah. Uh, I really so hope I they don't unify the belts. So. I'm happy that Keith Lee's double champ, but at the same time, I didn't want Keith Lee to win. I didn't want anyone to win. I wanted it to be a no contest, which is what I predicted, and I was wrong. Just because I really want to hey. see these titles stay separate. And I know what Vince well, I mean, like. It helps when, you know, you don't unify everything and you have one fucking champion and the other belt you have is a cruiserweight division. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely need... That mid-card title. It's helpful. The one thing that I hate about having, like, that Keith Lee is both champs, you know, like, if they don't unify it, then, okay, so let's say Karrion Cross goes and pins Keith Lee for the North American title. Yeah. What does that say about him as... The NXT champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless he relinquishes it. I think you're going to have to. Yeah. I just don't like it. I don't like those situations. Yeah, exactly why I wanted a no contest. But I don't get what I yeah. want. No. Yeah, Dad's but. Uh, and like we said, main event on Fighter Fest, Jericho, Orange Cassidy. Um, Aubrey gave him a lot of leeway. Yeah, well, that's kind of like the thing in, uh, in AEW. Like, they, like I was talking with Harold when we were doing that whole thing, when we were watching it. Um, like, they love to do, like, I think Tony Khan is a fan of, like, Lucha-style Lucha referees. Where, like, they kind of just let a bunch of shit go. They don't give a fuck about tags, and then they get themselves over. Because mm -hmm. Aubrey, sell, like, I don't know who's selling more, the guys or Aubrey. 
<laughs> I love her to death, but I mean, like every bump, she's like, "Oh my god, that was great." Oh, I'll like, a you genuine the wrestling seat. fan. That that she is. That she is. Um. So, ah, I think I'm gonna stick with NXT as the overall winner, though. Oh. I'm sticking with AEW. Uh, yeah, I gotta stick with AEW. I mean, you had and Keith Lee. Everybody already knew, and not just that, but now like the outcome of what could happen with the titles, the like fucking uh, uh, what's his damn name, Tony Nese. That match was meh. It there was like couple squash matches. A lot of uh, yeah. NXT's points come from Mia Yim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, now granted, that was the first thirty minutes of the show, so you know. But I mean, overall, well, match to match, it's I got to give it to AEW. Have to. So it, it was great. The street fight was amazing. Shotzi running over dude with the tank was great. <laughs> now I, I'm not gonna lie, this is prob it was probably one of my favorite matches of Keith Lee. Um but AEW definitely took it. All right. Um, so next week, um, NXT is just NXT unless they change it to like Road Wild or Beach Brawl. I was just going to say that's the only thing that would fit in the July theme of WCW pay-per-views would be uh, Hog Wild or Road Wild. Yeah, I was looking this Which morning. I believe they own one of those names. So, um, so Mick, we... Foley come. Mick Foley's going to show up next oh. week on... NXT, and it's going to be Christmas in July. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Christmas when Foley's around. Yeah. Um, so, fight for the Fallen, we have John Moxley defending the world title against Brian Cage. Uh, Cody Rhodes defending the TNT title against Sonny Kiss. We have the Elite versus Jurassic Express. FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. And on NXT just NXT so far we have uh, Io Shirai defending the women's title against Tegan Knox. oh uh, Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes and Johnny Gargano's doing something yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're just gonna take a break from yeah. uh, next we, we won't put the title on the line next week because we've got two real pay-per-views next week to predict. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we got, well, possibly Slammiversary, that's champion's discretion because not everybody watches Impact. Uh, but we do definitely have the horror show at Extreme Rules. What about Dominion? Again, not everybody I'm watches New Japan, it. even I've, I've fallen out of New Japan too. That's terrible. Well, since you said that, <laughs> let me try to get you back into New Japan. Um, fucking... They're in the semi. Well, the semis, the semis are done. They're in the they're in the finals right now for the New Japan Cup. The finals going to be Kazuchika Okada versus Evil. 
not exactly the final I wanted, but if you if you were to watch the tournament and there's eight matches I've recommended to people on this tournament, uh, two of them that I didn't rank, and that is uh, Yuji Nagata versus Minoru Suzuki, and the other one is uh, Taichi versus Kota Ibushi. I know Taichi, you're probably gagging in your mouth. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, he actually was really good in this tournament. No, I always liked and him. Then, I mean, he's his gimmick kills me, but it, like when he wants to turn it on, he can work. I rated six matches. The lowest I rated was a Taichi match, but it did. Oh no, it was actually an evil match. It was evil versus Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi was all banged up, so the dude kills him with a with a chair, like just destroys his knee with a chair, and then. Every time, like, Yoshihashi would do something, he'd just kick him in the leg. Fair and enough. then he'd put him in a sharpshooter and made him tap out. I was like, that's awesome. So Evil looked like a badass. And that was his whole thing going forward. And then uh, the best match I rated, I won't give the whole thing. The best match I rated was Hiromu Takahashi versus Kazuchika Okada. That was the semifinal. That I gave four and three-quarter star. All right. This is how out of the loop I am. When did Hiromu come back? Hiromu? Oh, God. Uh, he came back, uh, I want to say it was like February? January, February, something like that. He came back earlier this year. Cool. But when he came back, he went on a tear. I want to say he went uh, up against Will Ospreay like, right off the bat and took the junior weight title from him, and he's had that since. And then him and Ishii had a great match, too. Takahashi and Ishii. Yeah, that was oh, that one was fun. And then the funniest thing that killed me is like those dudes are like the same height. <laughs> it's the best. Cool. All right. Well, you know what? There's so much wrestling to get through, especially, mm-hmm. especially watching Impact again now. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking of so much to get through, Promo Slam 2020 is six weeks away, and for the first time ever, the shape. We'll go one-on-one with Travis to walk around us in a special exhibition. Plus, the promo championship is on the line as the Demoness defends against this year's King of the Mike winner, whoever that may be. The Knowledge Championship is also on the line when the Phoenix defends against both Kenny Killer and Moses Marquez with a brand spanking shiny new belt. That one looks pretty. It's nice. Uh, real metal. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, in another exhibition match, Brittany Savage goes head-to-head with Rob Sheff oh. for the first time ever. Boom, boom. Oh, oh, oh. All uh, right. That all takes place on August 20th, and don't forget the pre-launch show on August 17th, featuring Mike Larkin versus Daniel Crimmins, Judge versus Judge Exhibition. For more information, go to matchwrestlinguk.weebly.com. Wait, nice when one. did you say the pre-launch was? That'll be the 17th, the Monday. You should do it on a Tuesday. Why so on a Tuesday? No, I'm oh. just saying you should do it on the Tuesday. Okay. Why is that? Because that is my birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. you're not on the pre-launch show. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Trav, guess what? Happy early birthday, but are you ready for ready to this? Guess who's got to work on their birthday? Me! Because next Thursday is mine, or uh, the 23rd, which is a Thursday, uh, which is when we record this show. Hey. <laughs> Daz is like, oh, shit, I got to make it more than my birthday. 
I don't give a shit. I took the two. I took two days off of work, and they're like, "For what?" I'm like, "It's my birthday," and they're like, "I'll take my birthday off." I'm like, "Well, that sucks to be you." Yeah, I always <laughs> take it off. I've never <laughs> ever worked on my birthday. I I used to all the time, but then I got into a position where I get like all kinds of paid time off. So I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> and then all my hours, all my paid time off hours, uh, reset every July. So it's like perfect. I know I have the time. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what I have. I know what I have. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows right now. Everything's hey. just gone up in the air. <sighs> that's the that's the scary seriousness of it all. Mm-hmm. All right, well. The bell has rung for another week, and we must be, and now bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Match Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox. And just like every other week, you can find us on Andre Corbeil's Wrestling with Wrestling. You can find me at the Captain 512 on the old Twitter machine. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And El Jefe has some news for you news indeed uh make first off make sure you're following us everywhere uh smr podnet facebook twitter instagram hiatus has finally come to an end i know it's everybody was like what the fuck happened it's finally come to an end um i went live the other day and i gave reviews of the six matches that we were just talking about but i didn't go in depth obviously um i go a little bit in depth if you don't want to watch two separate videos, and I don't blame you, I got yelled at from the wife. So I had to cut it and then go back you know, to it. Um, I'm going to be finishing up the audio. So let us know that you want the audio. Shoot us a message. Tell us whatever. I don't give a shit. Just let me know you want the audio. I'll get it out there for you guys. You can listen to the review. Uh, I'm going to do the finals. And then, of course, probably an entire review of Dominion. Not 100% on that, but we'll see. Um it's not 100% official as of right now, but the fantastic Mo and Trav uh, Untitled AEW NXT review show may be going away. Um, if it does, just consider possibly an interactive review of AEW and NXT. I don't know just yet. All I know is, is Retro Rewind is going to be the mainstay for the time being, and anybody who wants to get crazy and doesn't want to mess with just reviews, you can make sure to follow SMR Podnet on fucking Twitch because we're live streaming some N64 games every day for about an hour. Check it out. All right. Twitch no longer makes you the kitsch, people. There you go. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't plan to get kicked off like uh, RVD did. <laughs> And next week, it's uh, in the King of the Mike. It is Modus Marquez versus the debut in Ronald Hill. Oh, I cannot wait. I've got something interesting um, I, I'm doing. Now, I'm going to say this, and Ronald, maybe you're listening. Maybe you're not. If you're not, that's perfectly okay. Very, I'm going to be very uh, distinct about this. Once upon a time, I did Mike. I did the the King of the Mike. It didn't go so well. <laughs> I don't plan to repeat that. 
So <laughs> let me just leave you with that. I, I noticed that Ronald knows how to make videos, and that's fantastic. Well, check it out, bub. So have I. Okay. I've learned a few things. I've done I've I've done some research. I've learned how to how to cut, edit, paste, and put some shit everywhere and anywhere. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table, but at the same time, understand that you are not going to get that Mr. Nine Percent. <laughs> And I will gladly own it. <laughs> uh, good times. You know who else? Uh, you know who else? I'm excited to see what brings what they bring to the table. Would that be Crooked Smile? Yes, and another. Uh, well, Alexander. Phoenix. Alexander. Oh, for the promo bowl, yeah. Yeah. Nah, Phoenix ain't got nothing. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> <Come> you. <laughs> You're just bitter because he, hey, he hey, there's it. there's there's no there's no advantage against me now, hombre. Um, you know I mean, now, now I'm not at no disadvantage. So I, hold on to that nice new thing. Polish it up real nice for you. You know, get the get the leather smelling good because it's coming back home with daddy. Uh, also, next week we'll be talking both Slammiversary and the horror show. At Extreme Rules. I die a little bit inside every it's time I say that. It's already a horror show. Uh, that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bye. Adios. Big Daddy, no belt. Oh. oh.